Foreign land ownership in Thailand, communication cables set fire in Bangkok, and lastly, rising costs worry airlines across Thailand. That's all coming up on today's Good Morning Thailand. Could you please take a moment to click the like and subscribe button? It helps us way more than you know. Hello and welcome to Good Morning Thailand. This show is brought to you by British International School Phuket and Thai Viet Chat. And joining me today is the lovely Natty Warisa. Hello, happy Asaraha Busha Day, everyone. That's right, and I am Jay. Very nice T-shirt. Thank you very much. Wearing the tiger merch. Yes, and uh, like Natty said, today is actually a Thai public holiday, a religious holiday called Asaraha Puja Day. That's Close. right. Also known as Tama Day, and uh, uh, just a quick, brief uh, explanation of what today is. Asaraha Puja Day is uh, basically a Trevada Buddhist festival, which typically takes place in July, uh, on the full moon of the month uh, of Asaha. Asaraha, uh, and it's celebrated actually in a couple of countries in Southeast Asia, including Indonesia, Cam- Cambodia, Thailand, Sri Lanka, Laos, Myanmar, and uh, also other Trevada Buddhist um, populations. Mm-hmm. And uh, today uh, is basically it's a Buddhist festival that occurs on the full moon. And what people are going to do is just pay homage to the Buddha, and uh, commemorates the Buddha's first sermon and the founding of the Buddha's Sangha, which is the Four Noble Truths. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's an important day for Buddhists today, as it reminds them, Nati, uh, about Buddha's teachings and what they can learn from his enlight- enlightenment and apply it to their own lives. Something that perhaps we could all use. Mm-hmm. I think, in layman's term, Asaraha Busha Day is basically a day where. Um, it was official that Buddha, like Buddhism, mm-hmm. exists. Okay. I think, yeah, is what it is. Have you ever celebrated this day? Honestly, I'm not too religious, so okay. no, we've never really celebrated back at home. Well, to be fair, I've never met anyone else, and I and I have a lot of Thai friends who are Buddhists uh, who don't really celebrate this day. This is. For someone, I think most people who are extremely religious might go in the morning mm. to the temple and pay respects to the monks and you know pay merit as usual. But it, it's not a uh, you know one of the extremely popular holidays. <laughs> yeah, um, and we have quite a few religious holidays in Thailand. Yeah, I think that's the thing. There's a lot of Thai Buddhism holidays, and yeah. so if you make every single day important. Where's the importance in that? So you kind of have to pick and choose which one you want to make merit, I guess, like because you don't always have the free time to go. Mm. Well, a public holiday is a public holiday. We Everyone's out, this. and there's a very long weekend public holiday mm-hmm. uh, coming up at the end of the month. All right, let's get on with it now. You can, uh, ladies and gentlemen, you can always use the timestamps at the end of the video after the live show to skip to the part where you would like to find out immediately about. Uh, as for now, let's get on with the show, Natty. The first topic is regarding airlines. Mm. Now, airlines are seeking state aid because they're saying that they have rising costs, mm. which makes sense. Uh, airlines are struggling to control airfares currently, and in particular, Natty, we're going to be looking at uh, Thai Lion Air. And uh, basically, representatives from the Thai Lion Air have basically come out and said that the most crucial factor is that accounts uh, 
like the, the rise of fuel prices have accounted for 35% of the airline's operational cost and that's up 5% because it's normally 30% and they've said look um, the low purchasing power of uh, currently the people in Thailand doesn't really affect this because you know normally Thai people if they plan their holiday they'll buy their ticket in advance so it's already cheap so it's not like people aren't spending the money or not traveling per se but the rise of these uh, fuel prices are increasing our operational costs and therefore we need more help from the government and mm. they've just basically come out and plead to the government that hey please help us out uh, please support us because we don't want to increase the prices of the flights uh, because that's just going to motivate people to not book flights or travel you know mm. uh, that's not what that's not a way to increase domestic travel and that's something that the government is really pushing hard towards so they're saying we don't want to push up the prices we don't think that's right and that's not what we want to do but we need your help otherwise without it who knows how long it will uh, last so i wanted to give you an example natty i don't know when was the last time you traveled but if i want to travel to phuket i can fly I don't fly Thai Lion Air because then I have to go to Don Mueang Airport because they only fly from Don Mueang uh, for local domestic flights. So I go straight to Suwarnapoom and I either pick Thai Smile or Thai Viet Jet. I prefer Thai Viet Jet because it offers the best prices. Mm. Um, they do sponsor the video and they are an amazing sponsor, but they do offer the best uh, prices. I think uh, I always use them. I think Tim's always used them for a very long time. And uh, it, it's just... It, it, it just gets you to where you want to go, mm -hmm. right? Um, and it cost me just 800 baht. Normally. What? Yeah. That's very cheap. That's right. right. I, th I think it's very affordable. And, yeah. and even up to a week, up to a week in advance, I can buy it for 800 baht. Mm -hmm. um, before I came back to Bangkok, I was supposed to come back on Tuesday, but I came back a day earlier. Thank you. <laughs> and I booked... <laughs> Excuse me. Bless you. And I booked uh, <laughs> the flight four hours before I came, but it still cost me 1200 Okay. You know, mm. so it's not something crazy, mm. but I was wondering, is that just because it's Thai Vietjet? Mm. Or, you know, other airlines are definitely struggling a lot more. Maybe they don't have the same financial backing. Maybe they don't have the same financial power. But do you feel like the government should help out these airlines because they are trying to push domestic travel and and you know currently these airlines have been having these promotional deals with the government you know like uh, what what is it called um i forgot not loud here do i can it's it's a special promotion that you can book cheaper flights mm. I forgot what it's called. But f for the first question, do you think the government, since they want to promote domestic tourism, they need to help out these air airlines? Oh, wow. That's such a tough question because I'm not an economist and I'm not a business person, clearly. But, I mean, it's, it's difficult, right? Because yeah. if you help this airline, now you have to help another airline. And then other yes. business sectors are mm -hmm. going to come in like, hey, why are you helping the airline industry? What about us truckers? Now mm -hmm. then you have to do the freight as well and now you have to do other things and so it's a whole chain or do they just increase the price and let the consumers take on the burden and hopefully mm. the economy will kind of balance it out and get better in the far future and kind of sort itself out in the long term uh that's a uh, too tough of a question i can't answer yeah would you would you travel like if so if for example 
I guess domestic travel like we're not talking about a one hour two hour ride right so you had to take the flight to go to let's say for example Hat Yai mm-hmm. whatever reason you might have to yes. travel to Hat Yai if the flights were like 2,500 and they're usually 1,200 yeah. would you be like eh maybe not go to maybe not I, I'd rather not go to Hat Yai let's think about it six months later when the prices go down and you might pick another are you more likely to pick another yes i i would say yes to that and that's why i think a lot of people are not traveling to thailand yet citing that the airfares have risen and a lot of people have commented oh but it's only six hundred dollars it's not that expensive but if you think about it two years ago you were able to purchase it at i don't know 320 and all of a sudden it almost doubled the price even though yes it's still cheap but it's like oh but i know i could have gotten that price though can we just wait a little bit more right mm. so i think that's the same sentiment that i have like so if had yeah it used to be 1020 but now it increased double the price i'll eh, yeah. let, let me wait and see okay mm. well the head of commercial operation for thailand air Natty, they've uh, come out and said that it's impossible for airlines to increase airfares and simply shift that burden to passengers to maintain strong air traffic the government has to lend us a hand to help relieve the burden so they've put it basically government help us out mm. we'll have to wait and see if they actually do Mm. All right. Uh, for now, we're going to take a quick break, Natty. Once we come back from the break, we're going to be addressing our poll, talking about inflation. We're going to be talking about land ownership for foreigners in Thailand, uh, as well as communication cables setting fire. What's all that about? Find out after the break. Your next destination is only a click away. Fly Thai Viet Jet. And welcome back. You're watching Good Morning Thailand. That's Natty. Me. This is Jay. Him. I've been told repeatedly that I should <laughs> say this is Natty, so I apologize. Yes. This is the lovely Natty. Apology accepted. Yes. I love how you always wear the Tiger t-shirt when I'm not wearing it. I have to represent. Someone has to represent Thailand. Boom. Well done, you. Yes. All right. Uh, Natty, before we continue, I'd just like to address WhatsApp Pattaya. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much for your donation, good sir. Uh, and he says, Tequila Joe will be back in Pattaya in December to run bikini time for the mongers. Pow! Rock'em! Sock'em! <laughs> I thought that was almost, a, that was almost poetic. Yes. Uh, thank you very much for your comment. Uh, oh, yeah. They have, in Pattaya, they have the bikini beach run. Do you I remember had, that? No, I've never heard of such thing. But it sounds... Yeah. Perfect for it, Pattaya, actually. It's actually quite popular. Yeah, really? Uh, quite I've popular. been living under a rock. You don't, you don't necessarily have to, but you can just, you know, you can go and participate. You can be fully clothed if you like. Uh-huh. Or you could wear a bikini or oh. mankini, depending on your gender. Nice. Yeah. They don't discriminate down there. Okay. When is that? Typically December, you said? I think it's already happened this year. I'm oh, not sure. But maybe, maybe twice a year. Who knows? Hmm. All right. Uh, as for now, I'd mm-hmm. like to thank our sponsor, Thai Viet Jet. Thai Viet Jet. Talking about domestic travel, you can uh, travel domestically for as little as 477 baht starting this August to December. And for 1,777 baht or cheaper, as Nadi said, if you book in advance a ticket for international travel starting uh, next July 
to March 2023. Next July. Yes. Hmm. Thank you very much. <laughs> Tyvia Chat. Thank you. And uh, a quick shout out to Robert Tibbs and London Chinese Cabbie. <laughs> the Tiger Legends. Tiger Legends, Legends with your awesome names. Thank you very much for supporting the channel and being Tiger Legends. We appreciate you, don't we, Natty? Yes, we do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's now time to address our poll. Natty, uh, Carmel asked the question to the Tiger family and viewers, what expense has affected you the most in the current economic situation? Mm. And 44% of the people said oil price. So mm. a lot of the people probably owning private cars and traveling around and the petrol prices have been insane. Yeah, but I think oil prices, they just, um, they have a ripple effect, right? So mm. if the oil prices go up, then the commodities that you buy in the supermarket will yeah. also kind of go up. So it's a chain reaction almost. That's exactly right, because 34% said daily food, so the commodities you were referring to, they've also gone up and people's daily food intake has increased. Mm. Uh, at least in price anyways. Utility bills in third place with 15%. And the last one was rent at 7%. Rent, mm. I think, less so because people sign one to two year contracts. True. So it's only after that contract ends, I guess, is when they will have to renegotiate with their landlord. Mm -hmm. Everybody loves a renegotiation with their <laughs> landlord. I love it. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> no, I'm not obviously. looking forward to it because mine's coming up soon. Oh, is it? Yeah, okay. and I hope I'll really find out what kind of a person they are. Oh, I feel like I've been a good person. I've always put my rent on the first of every month. Uh huh. And, I, and in my mind, I'm like, I hope that goes a long way. Uh huh. She's never ha uh, my landlord's never had to ask me, you know, where's the rent? Did you pay the electricity yet? Mm -hmm. So I'm like, if I if I'm a good Samaritan and if I do my things right, she'll probably give me the same deal at least i doubt she'll give me a better deal uh, at least the same deal for another year one can hope one can wish that is true i think even though they don't say anything i think they slightly appreciate your timeliness of the payment yes mm -hmm. yeah, they'll be like thanks for being great now 10 percent increase oh no right. talking about an increase or change or ownership cabinet in thailand is to debate foreign land ownership in Thailand. Now, we have spoken about this for a couple of years now, but a foreign land ownership act that would allow foreigners to buy houses and up to one rye of land in Thailand has been drafted and will soon be debated by the cabinet, according to the Deputy Prime Minister of Interior, Khun Nipon. If the bill makes it through further readings, it could stimulate Thailand's real estate economy. Of course, surely it will. Now, according to Thailand's land code, Thai nationals are allowed to own land in Thailand, but foreigners may not own the land unless uh, there is a treaty or exemption allowing them to, which there currently isn't. And in terms of real estate, foreigners can own an apartment. They can buy condos, uh, condo units in a building registered and licensed under the Thailand Condominium Act, uh, Section 19 of the acts limits foreign ownership in a condo building to no more than 49% of all units. Mm -hmm. So if you're, let's say, an investor, you could go to a condo and you can buy up to 49% of all the units in the building. Wow. To which some people do. Really? Yes. For there fun. are a couple of okay. Chinese investors, for example, I know a condo in nearby our office where he owns like 49, there's something like crazy, like 40 units or something wow. in the building. In one building. Yeah. Oh, gosh. And, uh, but yeah, however, foreigners are not currently permitted to buy any other form of property, such as houses, you know, in like a Muban. So 
The law would allow high status, experts or elderly foreigners who plan to stay in the kingdom for long periods the opportunity to buy properties and up to one rai mm -hmm. in land size. How much is one rai in square meters? Please Google it. <laughs> I thought you knew. I shall Google it for you as well. The bill mm. will not make it so that the cabinet this week, uh, it needs to first be passed by a legal committee, committee, and uh, it may be debated by the cabinet as early as next week if everything goes to plan. Mm -hmm. All right, I, th I think a lot of people would want, uh, would definitely welcome this, and but, and there's a big but, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this isn't the first time foreign land ownership has been considered in Thailand. Foreign land ownership acts have previously made it to the cabinet, but in the end, they've always been rejected. Oh. Yes. Okay. And uh, in 2003, the Thai visa was launched and the media preemptively claimed that uh, the initiative would allow foreigners to buy that one rye of land and everyone got excited and they're like, yeah, Thailand opening up, woo, everyone got excited and then wah, wah, wah. rejected. Uh, of all Southeast Asian countries, Natty, guess which country, there's only one country in uh, Asian countries that allows foreigners to buy freehold uh, as part of uh, freehold land. Ooh, I don't know, is it Cambodia? No. Where? It is a neighboring country though, down mm -hmm. south. Oh, Malaysia? That's right. What? Uh, oh. Only Malaysia allows foreigners to buy specified freehold land as part of the Malaysia My Second Home initiative. I believe they also let you import a car, like one car, free of tax. No, no. Uh, so we just call you could take your Rolls there. Right. You could move to Malaysia, buy some land and a house there with mm -hmm. your Rolls Royce. Mm. Look at you. Look at me. I have no money to do anything. Okay. Yes. Cambodia, Philippines, Vietnam, Laos all forbid the sale of land to foreigners but permit condominium ownership similar to Thailand. Mm. Um, so th my first initial thought was great, they're allowing foreigners to buy houses. But I was like, why only one rye of land? I understand they don't, they don't want people to come and buy hundreds of ryes of land or something like that, but one rye of land? It's very spacious. One rye is very spacious. It's enough for a fairly decent to big size house with a nice lawn have your dogs running around you know multiple rooms in your families but why is it limited to one rye why not two rise three rise what difference would it make it's whether you allow them or not I up to two to three rise would be fine because like they said they want high status experts and elderly foreigners to come right now high status and experts would definitely have the money I'm but guessing. Yes, they have the money, but why would they need two or three rye for? Because one rye of land for the house is enough. Like, you don't, you're like this person and you're already in a ginormous house. And yeah. how much big of a mansion do you need to live in that house? Like, the purpose of them allowing you to go for one right is for you to have a comfortable big enough space that you cannot complain like, oh, you're only have making me st stay in this mm. small square. But they don't want you to farm. They don't want you to build a factory on it or anything like that. So it's big enough for you to build a good sizable house, but not big enough for you to start doing agriculture or something on, on that. Because they need to make sure that the Thai people are going to be able to afford the land too. You know, like if all the foreigners come and there's tons of rich people out there in the world and they all buy five rice, five rice, five rice. Sooner or later, Thai people will not have a land of their own. 
Thai crickets. people not have a land of their own. Yeah, because it'll all mostly be for like the 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 prime locations will okay. all be owned by these really really they rich. I understand your mm. point, and I think that's a great point. It's an excellent point. This is Thailand, and yes, Thai people should have should be able to buy a ride. It would be awful to run into a situation like Hong Kong. But then again, I mean, we have a lot of area in Thailand. We're not comparing Thailand to Hong Kong, mm. but like you know, Hong Kong, it's so difficult to purchase real estate or like land. It's almost impossible because I don't have any. But um, Thailand, for example, they could surely set regulations as to who. Like you know, you have to f- fall under these certain regulations, and like so that investors and real estate companies don't take advantage of this new law. Surely they can come up with certain regulations. So, for example, Natty, a highly uh, earning person oh. from, let's say, uh, Natty, a highly, uh, you know, a family of uh, three or four. Okay. You know, wanting to move to Thailand, wanting to settle down here, high status, rich person, doesn't want one right. You like the good things in life. In Hong Kong, you've been living in a small condo your whole life. You want to come here and buy a three right house. And, uh, you know, rich people with a lot of money don't often do things based on purpose. Do you need a six bedroom house? No. Why do you get one? Because I can. You know what I mean? I like your face when you said that. It's very um, convincing. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? It's like, do you need a Rolls Royce in Thailand? No. Right. <laughs> do you need a Ferrari? No, definitely not. Look at the traffic. But I can. But then in that case, if you really need a mansion and yeah. you are adamant that I must have certain things, then Thailand is probably not the place for you. You can go to America where you can buy as much land as you want, but for a premium price. Even America, like you can buy land as a foreign person, but they will tax you. I forgot how many. Don't quote me on this, but a lot more than a than an American citizen because again, they're trying to prevent you from buying all of America, right? Like these uh, rich, rich people from these rich, rich countries. Yeah. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, let us know your thoughts on um, this. If this plan, if this bill does get passed. That's great news. I think I think most people will agree that that's great news. Uh, I guess my question to you would be, please give us your feedback and comments on what do you think about the one rye? Is it enough? Should there be more? Or should we just be happy with what we get? This is the first step to achieving a goal we all want. Foreigners coming to Thailand and being able to buy more than just condos. Your own house, the land that you live on. J for foreign powers. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Let us know your comments and feedbacks. Uh, for now, let's talk about Natty communication cables because we've always talked about cables in mm-hmm. general in Thailand and how they're all over the place and jumbled up. But communication cables have started to set fires around Bangkok or specifically in certain this region in Bangkok. Please tell me more. Yeah, so a lot of people say like, oh, the cables that you see out there, they're not power. They're yeah. not power lines. They're communication lines, so they're not dangerous. Yeah. Well, guess what? 7 a.m. yesterday, there's a ton of communication cables that caught fire, causing a big blaze in Bangkok. Now, the fire occurred around Soilat Prao 111 in Pangkapi district. Mm. That's where the residential area is, so very dangerous for people living there. The firefighters successfully extinguished the fire, however. When the messy overhead communications wires were set alight, cables snap, burning hot plastic swings through the air, become, and they became hazardous very quickly. Luckily, though, there were no injuries or casualties reported. 
um, unfortunate to the communication cables in Thailand. Yeah. Uh, it kind of happens very regularly in this country, and it causes injuries, power cuts, and traffic jams even. And to lessen these type of events of things catching on fire unnecessarily, the Metropolitan Electricity Authority has slowly moved 215.6 kilometers of electricity cables underground so far. And they have already completed a couple of sections in Bangkok's busiest roads, such as Silom, some parts of Sukhumvit, Pahonyotin, Payathai, and so, so, so many more. And the MEA aims to complete the project by 2025. In my opinion, 2025 is a very optimistic timeline because we're almost at the end of 2022. And there's a lot going on, not just in Bangkok, but like around Thailand, even like these cables are everywhere. Mm. I feel like the government, I feel like these agencies come out with these predictions like Elon Mm -hmm. Musk, but fail. As in Elon Musk is like, if you want something to be done in 10 years, set yourself like a six month to one year timeline. Yes. And you'll be a lot closer to your goal yes. if you set yourself that crazy timeline. I heard that, yeah. But <laughs> they'll set themselves these timelines for two years uh-huh. and they're yet to start at the end of two years. That's yeah. what I've noticed. Like, yes. In Phuket, they wanted to do this underbridge. I think they set themselves like a year to do it. I think it took five years or oh, six man. years for it to be done. Yeah. It just seemed like forever. Well, at least it happened. But one last thing, though. You know, some people do argue that the cables in Thailand are yeah. the charming part of Bangkok, right? So some restaurants Who abroad. No, no, l- listen to this. Yeah. Some restaurants abroad yeah. actually have these architecture, like art stuff that looks like the Thai Bangkok uh, power cords yeah. as an installation of art in their restaurants. Yeah like in Thai restaurants abroad, because they think like, oh, this is the Bangkok charm. People will miss the Bangkok charm, so let me put electrical wires in there. I feel like people hyperbolize this whole charm of Bangkok. <laughs> I think Bangkok has a lot more to offer than just cables. I get it, you know? Like, yeah. you're walking down the street, you, you see the cables that you've always heard about, and you've, uh-huh. well, excuse me, sorry, giant flood <laughs> in the room. Um, you see these cables all around. Yeah, they're all jumbled up. It's kind of crazy until you have to walk under one of them. Yeah? Oh, yeah. You're waiting for the red light and all you can hear is that electrical wire going. Yes, it does do that. And at that moment, I'm looking up and just saying, please, please not today. Please not today. Don't let it be me. Don't let it be me. That's Snap. what I'm thinking because I value my life. I'm not thinking that's so charming. <laughs> Bangkok dreaming like Russell Crowe or something like that. Like. You know, maybe because I've been here for a long time, I'm just saying, please not today. Let me make it. Let me make it to work. Let me make it back home. I just want to survive. I feel like life is too good. There's other ways I want to pass away. Not this way. No. Not today. You want to? Am yeah. I the only one who thinks that way? Yeah. Sure. The cables are cool, but I'm, I'm not like fascinated by them. Right. Well, now that you said it like that, but you know, it because I grew up with it. Basically, yeah. I see it every day. It's not a nuisance for me at all. Even yeah. the buzzing noise. Yeah. I don't even notice this. I'm like, I'm like, okay. And, and, and that's my point. It's not a nuisance, but at the same time, I wouldn't celebrate it as a charm of Bangkok. Right. Fix it. It's a dangerous hazard. It could kill someone. It sets fires. Right. What's wrong with the country? <laughs> Come on, guys. Yes. I Surely I don't have to say this out loud. <laughs> I guess I do. You do. It amuses me. <sighs> right. Well... With that, we actually have a couple more donations from oh, wow. What's Up Pattaya with another $10. Tequila Joe will have an epic boat trip in Pattaya. Jay and Natty, you're invited. Rock'em, sock'em. I like how epic he has this trip. epic boat epic trip. Boat Boom. Trip. 
With a rock What's up, Patty? I will see you there. We will. She will rock him. I will suck him. <laughs> Wait, Tequila Joe is his name? Is it your name, sir? I, I have no idea. Maybe we'll have to search. Uh, what What is Tequila Joe? Maybe uh. it's his name is Tequila Joe, or maybe his company. Either way, thank you very much for the donation and the invitation. Yes, Dominic Chan also has made a donation. Is that from Myanmar? That is so cool. I, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I might be wrong. I, but I think looks you like are Myanmar right. Myanmar currency. Thank you very much for, for the your, emoji yeah. as well. Thank you very much for Samurai the Samurai dog. All right. For now, uh, guys, we're going to take a quick break. Once we come back from the break, we're going to be talking about a couple more topics, including a police raid raiding scam call centers. That's good news. Fourteen of them. Some unfortunate news: a taxi driver punched punches a woman because she requested to go faster mm -hmm. and lastly football fans scramble for the big game between man united and liverpool which mm -hmm. just was not as big as people thought fun stories after the break <laughs> Welcome back. You're watching Good Morning Thailand. We should address that it wasn't Myanmar. Yes, uh, we apologize. Yes. We saw MYR and we thought it was Myanmar. <laughs> it is actually Malaysian Ringgit. Nice. Thank you very much for Thank your donation you. from Malaysia, I'm guessing. Mm, yes. Truly Asia. Yes. That I'm not going to lie. That is one of the best taglines ever. I like Thailand. Amazing Thailand. It's, it's very nice. But, you know, they had that ad. I don't know if it was for the Malaysian Airlines or whatever, but they'd be like, Malaysia truly Asia. Yeah. And that like stuck to my brain, even though I'd never been to Malaysia before. Right. But I felt like their PR was on point. Yeah, I liked it as well because it really encompasses everything and more because, you know, there's people of all different types of ethnicities yeah. and religions and, you know, and it's in Asia. So it's like truly Asia where all the melting pots of different parts of Asia kind of come together. So that was a good slogan. Why are we promoting Malaysia here? I was about to say, <laughs> we are definitely not paid by the Malaysian government. We're not. But we'd like to be, so if you know. Um, Malaysia does border Phuket, Nadi. Yes. It and does? It, yeah, it does. Okay. It does border Phuket, and you can actually go uh, via road. You can drive up to, uh, not to Phuket, sorry, not, I apologize, to the south of Thailand, yes. not Phuket. Okay. I think like Satun or something. Yeah, that makes more sense, yeah. Uh, you can drive up from Malaysia to uh, Thailand and therefore make your way to Phuket. Hmm. And perhaps on your visit there, visit British International School Phuket, which is one of our sponsors for the show. Oh, nice Natty. segue. Okay. Did you know yeah. that British don't. International School Phuket is one of the best schools in Thailand? <laughs> I knew you would say that. I would have to agree because they are sponsoring the show. That's right. Yes. And uh, BISP, thank you very much uh, for sponsoring the show. We appreciate your support for sponsoring our show. Yes. All right. Uh, taxi driver punches a woman after she requests him to go faster. Why has this happened, Nanny? What kind of a world are we living in? Right. So a viral clip was actually shared on social media recently of a driver shouting at a passenger. Okay. And when the media got there, they actually interviewed the victim, 37-year-old Wiyada, and she said that the incident happened on July 5th. Now, this is her story, right? That mm. she got onto the taxi 
and the driver drove at only 20 to 30 kilometers per hour. And at first she was like, it's okay because there's a lot of traffic, so it makes sense that you're driving slow. Yeah. But when the traffic eased a lot, as in like there was a lot of movement and cars were going flowing really fast, mm. the car still went at 20 kilometers per hour. And, she's, and then she kindly asked the driver, 20 it's very slow. Okay. I can walk faster than that, so like power walk faster. If he's driving that. an automatic, that means he's not even pressing the accelerator. Exactly. Okay. So that's probably what happened. So she, yeah. she kindly asked the driver, hey, can you go a little bit faster? I'm in a little bit of a hurry. And the driver is like, he kind of scolded her and used very foul language in Thai, which I can't say it in English, but he did say like, just basically shut up, I'll get you to your destination, but a lot more vulgar than that. And the girl was like, okay, that was rude. So she asked him to park on the side of the road because she was going to hail a different taxi. Mm -hmm. She looked at the meter, it was 69 baht, so she gave him 70 baht and demanded her right to get that one baht in return, which mm -hmm. is her right, right? Even though it's like, oh, come on, it's only one baht, but she felt that Just, she, she yeah, didn't well, want a tip because the guy was guy being was rude. This guy was a little bit of an a-hole, so yeah. she was like... I'm gonna make it a point. Yes, She just exactly. wanted to make a point. She's like, give me that one bot back because you're a rude person and you don't deserve that one bot. Right, and what the taxi said was like, no, I'm not gonna give it to you. Furthermore, he even locked the door so she couldn't get out and the way she got out was that the taxi driver lowered the window so she had to take her hand out of the window to open the door from the outside. So it was, they, they were kind of playing games with each other is how they saw it. And when she got out of the car, obviously she was a little bit upset. So she slammed the door and that's when the taxi driver came out and slapped her in the face first and saying like, why did you, why did you slam the door? And she's like, well, I was just closing the door. She claimed she was closing the door. And then he punched her in the stomach and then she got mad. So she kicked the, so she kicked the, the trunk of the car and then there was a whole debacle going on it was all caught on camera but uh, luckily obviously the man is in the wrong like you can't assault someone for for closing and yeah. slamming your door or asking for a one bot change that's not warranted um, the girl did file a complaint at Bangna police station and the officer said that he they knew the driver's identity and they would invite him to acknowledge the assault charge but I really hope that they're not just going to have him say sorry to her. He should really get punished for this. No, if, if since it's assault, she can definitely charge. Uh, yes. There's a criminal charge, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And this will set the example for other future cases. Yeah. If anybody were to think like, oh, I'm getting really hot-headed. Mm -hmm. Man, I really want to slap this person. They'll be like, mm, but actually there are consequences. I might get fined. I might go to jail or something, right? But you can't just let them go. That's kind of the Thai way of sabai sabai-ness. Like, oh, just say you're sorry in in the media and, and let's just call it you know even yeah. and, and and i've i've noticed this as well like not just in this case but it, i've had past pre previous experiences when i did try to go to the police i it, i'm talking about a car accident you know when you have a collision with another car they just want you to quickly because yes. they don't want to deal with the whole process of who's telling the truth who's not they'll just be like oh come on both of you take blame and let, let, you know pay your 500 baht and get out of here like oh, who wants to waste time and they're trying to motivate you <laughs> to just be like, even though there's clearly someone in the wrong. Right. And then, you know, any normal person would be like, oh, I don't want to go through the hassle. I have to go through this for weeks. So, all right, fine, I'll, I'll settle it. And then yeah, that's fine. Yeah, not good. But, you know, I think we all have a crazy taxi story somehow. Do you have crazy taxi stories? I've, I just have a... I just get some weird ones who are extremely chatty. Oh, gosh. And you just, you know, <laughs> there's some of those days where you're just like, 
I just want to sit in my taxi cab in peace. Yes. You know, but you want to be polite as well. And I'm just like, yes, yes. I even try to put my earphones on and they just continue. And I'm like, <laughs> but I still, you know, I, I feel like I have that tininess in me where it's like, you know, you crank jaw and you're, you don't want to be rude. So you're just like, okay, yes. okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. Only that kind of experiences. Yeah. I like that Grab now has an option that you can actually select you don't want to talk to the driver and the driver will really? actually not talk to you yeah it's really oh. useful like i always press that button do you not want to talk to the driver yes i do not want to talk yeah. to the driver I the, wonder it how says you just have to type yes and they oh. will really not talk yeah not even when you enter like there's no somebody cut they just like really yeah like, quiet yeah, yeah that's true I'll, I'll be like hi and they're like <laughs> very very silent i wonder how he gets it like who naturally warisa wants to go to the airport does not want to talk <laughs> don't even look her in the eyes just yeah. just drive there yeah okay cool that i never knew that that's something new i found out today okay that's pretty cool wait before we move on can yeah. we acknowledge frankie tatkan barange uh he has do made a donation in singaporean dollars with a cute emoji keep it up thank you yeah. very much frankie so, tatkan bear range or tuscan bear range anyways I, frankie thank you very much yes. for the donation we appreciate it all right. And let's talk about scam centers. Mm. We've been talking about uh, scam, call, scam calls for a while now. Mm -hmm. Good news, scam call centers were raided yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yes, they raided 14 rental accommodations and they managed to arrest one person out yeah. of all 14. They said that they investigated 16 venues, but only 14 were being used for criminal activity in the Banglamun district of Pattaya, yeah. where AIS detected a signal the call center scam gang used to contact victims. The police found 101 internet protocol private branch exchanges and 46 Wi-Fi routers in 14 places. Now, one Thai staff member took care of all the systems and was arrested at the scene. The man was charged with defrauding people and importing false information into a computer system which caused damage to the public now the man can actually face up to 10 years in jail or a fine up to 200,000 baht or both for violating the acts the commissioner of the cybercrime investigation bureau said that the IP PBX and Wi-Fi routers allow the system to automatically make a call over like close to 2 million calls a day that's a lot of scamming that goes on you know, one of the sad news that I heard actually in a documentary is that some of these scammers, they don't even want to scam people, but they were kind of kidnapped or lured into these call centers to make these fake phone calls. And they actually have a target from the kidnappers or the, the leader scammers, okay. right? That you have to call these people and you have to be able to scam this amount every day. And if they don't, they get beaten up or they get even taking their own personal money. So they're even going into debt trying to scam these people. So, so it's a huge operation. They can't even get out of it. They can't because they're, they're being chained, they're being locked. Like it's very inhumane almost the way they're treating these people. Scam called KPIs. Yeah. Strange world. But hopefully the police will get to the bottom of this and really take down the leader. Yeah. Because these scammers are almost employees. They're they're being forced to be employees they don't even want to be them some of them obviously some of them want to but not all scammers are bad i guess all right i do want to face a scammer of my own i still haven't gotten a good call yet 
Well, anyways, we'll keep you updated with any more revelations or any scam call center bus from the police at thetiger.com. Mm. For now, let's talk about our last topic, which is regarding the Red War. Now, I'm talking about Liverpool and Man United, two of the biggest football teams in the world. Mm-hmm. They paid they played a pre-season friendly match in Bangkok yesterday in Rajamangala Stadium. And guess what, Natty? We were t- we spoke about this last month that there were tickets that were costing up to 25,000 baht to most people were like ridiculous crazy. You asked me if I would go and I was like I wish I could afford the 25,000 baht ticket. I think the cheapest ticket was 6,000. Wow. Even that was not worth it for me cuz it's just a glorified friendly where people are just going to warm up. And uh, yeah, this you know, a lot of people bought the tickets and everyone thought, you know, Liverpool Man United there's a big fan following in Thailand, it's going to be completely full. I think the stadium can have about 59,000 people and they thought every seat's going to be sold. But when you price your tickets at 25,000 baht a ticket, I don't know how they didn't foresee this problem. A lot of tickets went unsold. Right, especially in this economy. Come yeah, on. Yeah, 25,000 baht for a ticket, even 5,000 baht for a ticket. This is not Billie Eilish's concert. Uh-huh. Little girls will not go to this football game. <laughs> All right? Yes. Uh, these steep prices are. Uh, you know, people were like, there's no way I'm going to pay for this. This is crazy. And then there were rumors, Natty, on mm-hmm. Sunday. Yeah. Actually, yes. yesterday they started. Uh, they were started to circulate around Bangkok that there was a small booth that was selling the tickets at half the prices. So tickets that were costing 7,000, 12,000, 15,000, they were being sold as at, as at half price. And guess what? They were not just rumors. They were true. <gasps> They found these boots and they all sold these tickets for half the price. Mm. And they still couldn't sell all the tickets. Right. So what happened, they did the only thing that they could do. They didn't want to have empty seats in the stadium. So they start giving away the tickets for free. Oh, no. So <laughs> and, of course, as always, good old Facebook at 3 p.m. yesterday, uh, they... they called the Advice Club, uh, which is a Facebook page, uh, they announced that a limited number of free tickets would be distributed at the Advice booth, mm. uh, which was near the stadium. And a lot, a lot of people uh, stood in front of the crowd, uh, stood in front of the Advice booth to try to get the free tickets, and they did, and they eventually filled up the stadium. But imagine the rage. Of course. Of all the people who paid that yeah, 7,000, tw- yeah. 15,000, 25,000 baht tickets. Yeah. Imagine paying 25,000 baht for a Liverpool versus Man United ticket just for the person sitting next to you to have got in for for free. free. Yeah, I would be infuriated. What's the moral of the story? I don't even know because uh, the match finished, for those of you interested, uh, Man United hammered Liverpool 4-0, making sure the Liverpool fans walked alone back home. Oh, which side are you again? Neither. I, I'm a Chelsea supporter. Oh, okay. So it didn't They're affect They both can much. burn and fail. <laughs> it, it does. I'm not going to lie. It does give me slight pleasure when I see rival teams suffer. Oh, no. Just okay. in footballing terms, not okay. as people and human beings. I oh, mean, don't lie. I want their football clubs to burn <laughs> and, you know, not get any success or any trophies. Right. But can I ask you guys, yeah. because you guys talk about sports and you have your favorite sports team. Yeah. How do you know you want to support that one? Um, I guess for a lot of people, I, in England especially, depending on where you come from, right? Mm. If, you're, if you're from the big footballing nations like Italy, England, Spain, Germany, 
every city has its own football club. Yes. Right? And and in Thailand we do too, but clearly football in Thailand is a joke. No offense. <gasps> no offense to everyone. Else. Oh no. The level, the level of football is not up to par. I mean, yes, I'm always going to be loyal to Phuket because that's my city, but the big footballing nations, they all have uh, their own city where they come from. They ha all have football clubs that come from there, and that's how they support them. But for a person like me who grew up only watching English Premier League, uh, it was a friend of mine who he was from London. He supported Chelsea, and he was like, "Hey, let's go watch this match." Ah, and I was I like, see. "Oh, what's this blue team?" He's like, "Oh, oh it's blues. Chelsea." And that was the first football game I ever watched. And right. from that day onwards, I would go over to my friend's place. His whole family supported Chelsea. So therefore, I became a Chelsea supporter. That's how I started supporting the company. And if you're going to be loyal to one club, you've got to be a one-club man the whole way. Right. Okay. It's an unwritten rule, Natty. All right. So I, I might not be from London, and a lot of people in Asia, especially, we're not, we don't have to be from England to support an English club. Yeah, we don't. It's, it's about the bigger picture. It's about the football club. It's about the love and passion for the game. Right. I support Real Madrid. Glory Hunter. All right, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a quick break. Once we come back from the break, we're going to take some of your live questions and answers. So we'll be back right after this. Today's show is brought to you by Tiger Property. For all your real estate needs in Thailand, link in the description below. And welcome back. It's now time for your live question and answers. That was a very quick, refreshing break. Thank you, Vishai. <laughs> And uh, it's now time to answer some of your questions and answers and feedback because the voice of God has blessed us with her presence today, even though it's a public holiday. First time ever, might I add. First time ever she's working on a public holiday. So thank you for blessing us with your presence. Enter the chat, the voice of God. Hi, hi. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> um, first comment that I wanted to address is from Mike B eight one three four. He said that Jay must have had a Canadian teacher at some point. Yeah, because you, you keep saying a boat. Yeah, abode. I have had a Canadian teacher, and the weird thing is, he was my football coach. Oh yeah! Oh yeah. wow! Yeah. All comes full circle. <laughs> uh, he, oh no, his name was Mr. Bertoya. Mr. Bertoya. Bertoya. Forgot his first name. Yeah. But yeah, he was uh, he was from Canada. Come and, on, get uh, in the house. Put on your boots. What's that all about? I guess Putin, and the and the strange thing is, even in the, the football that we play amongst our colleagues, we have two Canadians on the team. Ah, yes. So uh, they're everywhere, aren't they? These Canadians. <laughs> these Canadians. And they're very contagious with their boot. Do they all talk like that? That accent? Do they all? Uh, have probably that not all. It's, <laughs> it's it's a bit exaggerated when I do it. I don't think theirs is as strong, but uh, yeah. Okay, moving on to airfare costs that increase. Dominic Chan said, I'm not sure how the government can further help in lowering fares. Thailand isn't a fossil fuel producing country. Mm, I see. Yeah. So he's saying that we have to import it anyways. And how can you kind of lower the cost even further? So I understand yeah. that point. Anyways, in the, when you talked about property ownership for foreigners, Tim Romack from the Facebook live stream said that one rai is uh, 1,600 square meters. Mm. You're wondering how big is it? How big is one rai? Ding Dong Farang in Thailand said, I have, I have a house on one rai with a company. I hope I could transfer it to my name if they do allow foreign ownership. Mm. And they do, should. right? Or it's a, still a plan? No, no, no. It's still a plan. It's so still it, a it's, plan. It, there's definitely a long way to go. And all the times before they've tried it, it has failed. So we're hoping that this goes through. Mm -hmm. Okay, fingers crossed. 
Franco7 said maybe to avoid that, investors should buy three rye of land and build a high rise. Huh? Nice. You mean build, buy one rye of land and then build a three story, you know? That's the other way around. Yeah, I'm not sure what he was going. Yeah, and I think was- for for these specific reasons, right? Because there's always a smart guy out there who wants to come. He'll buy that one land and, and then he'll build like ten floors or whatever. Yeah. You're not actually allowed to do that. It depends oh, on the really? government. Yeah, you can't just start building a ten-story. <laughs> It'll be a very skinny house, yeah. though. Otherwise, <laughs> you know, you like when you see those Muban, those villages, you'll see all the houses at least two floors, uh, two floors tall, because that's the rule. You can't just build a ten-story house. Otherwise, everyone would do it mm-hmm. if if they didn't care about the cost but uh, yeah there should be certain regulations in place about uh, even if you do own more than one ride they can regulate it okay that you can't build anything more than two floors high and it has to be a residential area and a house you know Mm. something like that yes chad carpenter from the facebook live stream said the uh, chinese people have been buying all properties in hawaii making it almost impossible for locals to buy homes so it's in support of your statement natty when mm. you were saying that like this is why it should be regulated for foreigners when they're yeah. buying land here thank you for sharing the same yeah. idea dominic chan added though that if if foreigners can own farms then they can just employ thai farmers i don't understand the logic that they can't own farms well, yeah but what if they don't hire them oh that's also true and, but I, foreigners can't uh, do agriculture, no, in Thailand? Yeah, there are certain laws, there are certain occupations that you cannot do yeah, as a foreigner. It, there are some laws that are protecting their agriculture and farmers. I don't know much details about it, but we can talk about it in depth in the future if that is a topic of interest to a lot of people. Also, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen, quickly, uh, there's about 480 people watching us right now. Please click the like button if you're enjoying the show. For Natty's tiger t-shirt. I knew it. For my black t-shirt. Without the T. Without the T. <laughs> because there's always one person representing here. It's me today. Me. Represent. T. Yeah. That deserves a like. Please continue, Carl. <laughs> yeah, we have three comments about the, the assault story mm. from the taxi driver. Mm. Tony the tiger said he is definitely cray cray and she definitely caused more chaos. She caused more chaos? Yeah, that's, that's what That's interesting. Who, who is this again? Tony the Tiger. Oh, why would you think that she was causing more trouble, though? She was just asking the guy to go a little bit faster, and the guy took it so personal, like it was a mm. personal attack that, why don't you think I can, I can go yeah. faster? You know, like he was... If anything, he's the instigator, I think. He, he definitely is. I think what he did was absolutely horrible. There's no... There's no excuse for a physical assault. But uh, she also didn't help the situation. I think. I think... If, if if this was someone I knew, I'd be like, you're better than that person. Like, look, I'm not going to waste my time arguing with a taxi driver. If I don't like that taxi, I'm just going to get out and find a new one. And, you know, I guess she was standing up for her rights. And, you know, she must be a strong, uh, smart lady. She's like, no, this is wrong. And I'm going to stand up for it. And I commend her for that. Mm. Unfortunately, this idiot, you know, mm. was had nothing to lose, and he was just willing to even do physical harm. He clearly does. He's a, he's a crazy person. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't bother with a crazy person, but um, and I think the smartest thing would be to like just get yourself away from it. But I also understand why she stood up for herself. Mm-hmm. So there's no winning in this situation, is it? They were mm. both, 
not they were both he 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 ended up being wrong because he went physical abuse yeah, yeah. multiple times too it wasn't just like oops like yeah. i lost my mind and it, it was like a he's, one slap yeah, he actually went and punched her again he's a crazy person yeah who, who just physically assaults you because of driving in a taxi like yeah guys franco7 asks is the whole story on video or is it only the violent moment oh it uh, the whole story was uh, what was on video was basically the girl screaming at the taxi. Mm. Yeah, it wasn't him actually assaulting her because I think it happened so fast and nobody had the time to actually film it yet. Oh yeah, mm. like I watched it as well and the time that he was assaulting her, the camera was like facing away. Like she couldn't, I, I'm pretty sure she couldn't take a video of that. Yeah, like, I don't it's not like she can film it and like get the punches, you know? <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. think so. Okay, Mike B eight one three four said nothing should result in physical assault. He should be punished, jail time. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. He should be. Mm-hmm. He does. He that's a criminal act. He deserves to. He deserves to pay for it. I am not the person to judge how he pays for it, but yeah, mm. there should definitely be some strong consequences, like Natty said, to prevent this kind of behavior from anyone else in the future. Yes, that is all I got. Actually, right. I want to address one. Mike B eight one three four says Natty forced to be scammers? Question mark Really? I think he's uh, referring to when I said some scammers don't even want to be scammers, but they were kidnapped or lured into this kind of business, and they also have a target of scamming people or not. Then they would get physically abused or starved, or they would actually take money out of their own pockets. This yeah. is actually unfortunately a very common practice in thailand and it's not just the scammers there's industries in thailand for example the fishing industry shrimp industry is a well-known industry in thailand where the shrimp harvesters Mm. actually get kidnapped from villages and they are forced to be on a boat for crazy lengths at time like many months they don't even see land they don't touch land and they're forced to just harvest shrimp out out of their own will. They don't even want to be there. So there is a lot of human trafficking, a lot of these cases in Thailand and also our neighboring countries as well. So it is real. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I think uh, we're going to end the show and the topics for today. Mm-hmm. We hope you've enjoyed this public holiday GMT special. Uh, a proper full episode, Natty. Well done to you and us. <laughs> yes. Very well done. Yeah, in the entire office, there's only the video production team here yes. right now. So thank you, team, for putting on the show. And mm-hmm. thank you to the viewers for watching us live. Thank you to the members joining us and supporting the channel, as well as all the people who donated. Thank you very much. We appreciate your donations and support. As for now, I'd like to say thank you, Natty. Thank you, Jay. And thank you to Carmel, Voice thank of you. God, for joining us and uh, shy behind the buttons as usual and the rest of the video team uh, we are also going to be doing Thailand news today so you can look forward to all the latest headlines uh, across Thailand today evening and we'll join you again tomorrow live so have a great Wednesday we'll see you tomorrow bye